0: Hallelujah Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. How beautiful are the feet upon the mountains of him who bring good news. Feet. Not exactly something that you think maybe are beautiful. But feet are important. You need them for balance, you need them for walking or driving. Feet can be big, they can be wide, they can be small and narrow, and yes, they can be downright stinky. Dr. Zeus reminds us, in the house and on the street, how many, many feet you meet. Feet are many things, but we really don't use them with the term beautiful. But it's really in the Bible from Isaiah, you heard, and it's sure, because it's for a good reason. Strange as it may sound to our ears, Isaiah's words about feet are in fact beautiful and true because you have received good news. Now this good news, we must clarify, is not like the brewers being on top of the NL Central right now, which they are. It's not reading the newspaper and reading about how the stock market is advanced or maybe something else is happening that is good to hear about. That's just good information. This good news that we talk about, this gospel that we talk about in the life of the church really has an impact on you and me. This is like the doctor coming in and saying, you no longer have cancer, you are cancer free. This is like somebody else coming in and saying that you have a raise. This good news impacts you directly, physically and spiritually. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who bring good news. Isaiah wants us to know what the kingdom of God looks like. And if you want to know what it looks like, just follow the feet of Jesus. Jesus had two feet with ten toes. He was born in Bethlehem, born just like you and me. His feet are the ones that would sit folded at the temple as they as he surrounded himself with the rabbis to answer questions at the age of 12. His feet are the ones that stepped into the Jordan River to be baptized to fulfill all righteousness. His feet are the ones that wandered in the desert as, the, as Satan would tempt him 40 days and 40 nights. His feet would walk on water. His feet would carry the preaching of the kingdom of God around Judea. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand his feet are the ones that rested under the table of sinners people who were tax collectors and prostitutes his feet were the ones that knelt down at those who were sick these are the feet that were washed by a sinful very very sinful yet repentant woman who would anoint his feet with her tears and with her hair his are the feet that stood battered and beaten at the feet of Pontius Pilate and Herod and the other religious leaders these are the feet that would stumble along as they carried the cross to Calvary and here upon that mountainside on Golgotha on the mountain of Golgotha there is the at the place of the skull there those two feet were pierced for your side uh, pierced for you and for me for your salvation There, as he was fixed to the cross with nails and with the spear, that is where Jesus speaks that best sentence to you, that wonderful good news. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And that isn't just information. That is good news for you. These are the words of eternal life. This is heaven unlocked for you. These are the feet that crushed the ancient serpent's head, the devil, just as God promised in Isaiah, in Genesis. Everywhere that Jesus' feet goes, he brings you with him. That's the good news. Good news that sins are forgiven. Good news that he is pierced for you. Good news that walked not just in your shoes or sandals, but in our human flesh. He had two feet and ten toes just like you and me. He had, an, he had eyes and ears and a nose and a mouth just like you and me. He would bear up all of our sins even though he knew no sin. He would bear up all of our sins, our calamities, our fears into his own flesh and he would put it all to death for you and for me. In the cross we see God bearing his holy arm for you. Not to cast you away, but to embrace you. Because his two feet walked out of that empty tomb. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Those two feet would walk on to the upper room where the disciples sat with great fear. Those two feet would bear the good news of peace be with you. If you forgive anyone of their sins, they are forgiven. Those two feet would be carried up into heaven, where this same Jesus who you have seen go into heaven will once again return on the last day with two feet, with ten toes, in the flesh, true God and true man, and he will raise you from the grave. Christ is risen. He is risen See his hands, see his feet, see his side as he declares... That he was laid in the tomb for you and he walked out of the tomb for you with those feet three days later. These are the feet that will walk upon the earth to shout into your grave, arise and live. Come, receive the inheritance prepared for you since the foundation of the world. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings you good news. That's why we celebrate St. Mark today. It falls on our calendar. And we've broke out the red today to show two things. The fire and work of the Holy Spirit through the apostles and through the disciples, which God would pour out upon people like Mark. But then also we pour out the red today to show that blood was shed by Mark himself at the cost of this good news. St. Mark was martyred for this good news that he brought to other people. He was given this good news and God gave Mark to follow Peter and record his eyewitness to the testimony of the Gospel. Certainly all Scripture is God-breathed and profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, and training in righteousness, but Mark's Gospel records the very life and words of Jesus Christ. If you have one of those red letter Bibles, you might look at Mark's gospel today or tomorrow, and you might notice that there's not a whole lot of red in Mark's gospel. That's because Mark's gospel is more of a gospel of action and deeds, showing Jesus at work in flesh and blood for the benefit and salvation of his people. That's why we stand for something like the gospel that Jesus has come to bring good news. Mark was called as one of the four evangelists, and it's good that he received such an honor and such a title, but we don't pray to Mark. We don't uphold him as any greater or lesser than you or me. We uphold Mark from the very fact that God works through human beings to bring about this good news. Yes, to all of creation as we heard. Yes, even to 21st century Little Rock, Arkansas in the midst of a wild and budding spring on the heels of a pandemic to a bunch of people who need this good news preached to them, this life-changing news. We need Jesus's beautiful feet to bring the good news for us because our feet are dirty. We daily and deeply step into the dirt of sin. How often have we wandered away from Christ's church to someplace else more interesting or more exciting? How often have we used our own feet to be deeper under the covers rather than to get up to go and hear God's word? How often have we used our own feet to walk away from those around us who are in need, the stranger, the bum, the person you're not comfortable with? How often have we used those feet to run and to share and to spread that juicy little bit of gossip? How often have we used our feet to fail at bringing the greatest news of all? How often have we used our feet to storm and to stomp and to kick in anger and frustration at our parents, our husband, our wife, our neighbors, and fellow Christians? How often have we used our own God-given feet to kick others down, to strut around like we are better than everybody else. Our feet are definitely not beautiful. They're caked on, they're stinky with sin. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of Him who brings good news. Why are Jesus' feet beautiful? Because the news He announces comes from the very moment when, God, when good news is needed most. This good news tells us, Fear not, for behold, I bring you great, no, great good news of great joy that will be for all people. As we heard just a few moments ago, or a few months ago, Jesus was born for us with two feet and ten toes at Christmas time. The good news is given to us in the gospel as he was crucified and risen for us. The good news is the power of God for your salvation. The good news that every time you've stepped into the filth of your own sin, Jesus' beautiful, pierced, and risen feet are there to pick you up and to rescue you and deliver you. This is the good news that changes our hearts, turns us from walking in the way of death and despair into the paths of life and joy, Good news that marks our sinful feet as they leave this earth, knowing that our debt has been paid for, canceled and blotted out by the blood of the Lamb, whose feet still bear that price paid for you. Good news for the one whose feet were pierced for us on Good Friday has also knelt down and washed his disciples' feet, cleansing them for service to be witnesses of his word to all the ends of the earth. And Jesus is still doing that for his church today. His feet were the feet that carried you to the font to baptize you and to wash you to new life in the forgiveness of sins. His feet are here today to stand and proclaim to you that your sins are forgiven. You are at peace with God once again. Through his wounds you are healed. Even the dirtiest of feet are washed and cleansed by Jesus' death and rising for you, and his feet are now alive and at work in you as you come to this communion table, and he delivers himself to you, that you and him might be one in body and soul. Rejoice that by his feet, Christ's nailed-pierced feet are here to deliver salvation in heaven for you. That's what motivated and moved St. Mark, and that's what motivates us today. For Jesus sends you out this day as well, into your daily callings at home and at work and wherever else it is that he sees fit for you. Holy and divine callings, not like standing up in front of a bunch of people, but even greater things that you do from day to day. Changing diapers, washing laundry, caring for your parents or grandchildren, serving at boards and committees here at the church, going to Bible class, supporting the gospel with the gifts that God has given to you, saying hi to your neighbor, to your fellow coworker, being kind to those at the grocery store or the driving range, the post office, the parking lot or the gym, wherever you go. Jesus sends you with cleansed feet, but never alone. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, because you now bear his good news. How beautiful are your feet that bear the good news of forgiveness, one for you, one for all. You have beautiful feet because Jesus has beautiful feet that were pierced for you on Calvary. And so by his spirit, we give thanks to Mark, but we also give thanks for all of you who have been redeemed by the precious blood of the lamb who has set you free by the forgiveness of all of your sins so that on that last day, your feet may rise up from the grave and you may see your savior face to face in the realms of the new heaven and the new earth, which are prepared for you. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. To Christ alone be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen.